you know, if you look around today uh, in our society, you see that a lot of young people, even people our age or even younger, but a little older, they just need someone to talk to, someone to relate to, you know what I'm saying? Someone that understands and someone that can point them into the right direction, you know what I'm saying? We just want to provide that. We just want to have conversations and also learn while we're learning. We want to share, you know what I'm saying, that with others, our viewers. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? I hope you're having a beautiful day. I hope you're having a lovely day. I hope you're staying safe for the most part. Welcome back to the Syndicated Podcast. My name is Professor Fury, and today I have a special guest on here. Um, personally, I've been watching his content for a while now, and it's personally helped me. And uh, yeah, I would love for him to you know introduce himself. What's up, brother? It's uh, Soul Immortal. Um, go by YouTube, Solar Mortal, IG, Solar Mortal, Twitter, and everything else, man. I'm glad to be here, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on here. Um, I was watching uh, what video, I think it was the ego video, and mm-hmm. I was like, man, I have to have him on here. And then I, you know, I shot you an email, and you're like, okay, you know, I can come on here, and I was like, damn, like I'm excited to have him on here. But um, the first question I'm going to ask you is. Why did you use that name, Soul the Model? You know, b- before before I even started a YouTube channel, okay. I want to say about six months, eight months before I even started a YouTube channel, the, the name the name Immortal Minds came to me as, and I didn't know what I was going to do with it, but I thought like, I'm going to do something with it. And as I started getting closer to starting a YouTube channel and started evolving as a human, Soul the Model just came from you know my higher self tying to my lower self. You know, and when you do that, you know, that, that's when you become an immoral human. And, and the soul is the realest. That's, that's really all we are. You know, once you take away the body. So I came up with soul immortal, which means, which means pretty much is I tie into the part of myself that can never yeah. die. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think about that. But I was like, yo, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the second question I'm going to ask you is this, right? Obviously, you know, you're a lot older than me. Um, mm. That's one reason I watch your content because I feel like you're a man that had way more experience than I have, right? And I want to know um, what made what made you into what you are right now. Like what made you into solar model? Man, really, really, just time and experience. And, and the thing is, like, really, the reason I do what I do now yeah. is because. Like you've heard me say a million times, like I, I didn't have a father figure from 13 to in my 20s or, or at no point past that. Yeah. And as I got older, man, like, like the things that young men should know at 21, 25, I didn't even get the, I didn't learn those things until, you know, 35, maybe almost 40. Okay. And the thing is, you're seeing more households with single, single mothers and, 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 fighting, and guys growing up without a father figure. So I said, you know what? I want to give back what I needed when I was 18, 19, and 20, man. Yeah. So that, that, that's really the basis of all I do. That along with, you know, I think that men, just, just, just mankind as a whole is, is, is blind to a lot of the, the truths of the world, man. 
So, so you know, that, that's another part of my mission, man, kind of exposing or really just kind of raising the veil on things that, that we should know, but we don't know. Yeah. Um, you mentioned about things that uh, young men should know. Mm-hmm. And you know things that you kind of missed out on. Do you want to touch on that on like a little bit? Like what? Do you think yeah, well, well think things just like uh, man, just just being accountable and, and being yeah. responsible. One of, one of the main things I, I I hear now, man, is is guys really pointing the blame on 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 why their life is what it is, or pointing the blame on why they attract certain women, or pointing the blame on why their money isn't what it is. See, once I got older, once I realized that that the moment I said, you know what, my life is the way it is because of the decisions I've made or the things that I'm doing, brother, once I realized that, everything took off. But see, before that, you know, when, when men or when young men are raised by their mothers and their aunts, they pick up that, that victim mentality. You know, because I think that's more of a, of a female trait to say, you know what, I'm in this position because of this man or, or the economy. I wish I would have known years ago, man, that the moment I say, you know, I'm responsible for my own world, it changes. Yeah. That, that's the main thing. Man. So I would say accountability, yeah. being responsible. Man, I, I don't really know a lot of guys that, that have – children and don't take care of them right but i can say this i've dated a whole lot of women that have kids and, and i never see the baby daddy come in the picture yeah. so 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 that's another thing man brothers me and i'm just having kids not taking you know again that's that's part of responsibility man yeah. so just that man being accountable and being responsible uh, is, are the main things, and then just becoming enlightened as a man. You know, I think I think once we once we get a certain age, man, and once we realize that money isn't going to do it, once we realize that uh, certain women or, or buying homes and cars just isn't going to fulfill that something in us, then we start saying, you know what, what? There's something else I need. And once a man taps into that spirituality. He feels his own cup, man. He's like, you know what? This is what I've been searching for. And all I've been doing is trying to fill that void with things and people. So that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to show guys, man. Hey, the cars and the things, that's good. That's fun. You know, live life. But you're not going to be fulfilled ever. You're always going to want more, man. Okay. So t- talking about uh, true fulfillment, um, you know, personally, I'm, I come from a Christian household and um, – I feel like my personal journey kind of started and when you know, I got out of the relationship. The things we were talking about resonated with me because after I got out, you know, I said, you know, doing drugs, you know, drinking alcohol, you know, women, all of that until I realized that I'm literally just using that as like a, what do you call it? Um, a path. Yeah. yeah, basically. And I realized, man, like, I'm not like, this is not helping me. Like, I'm not getting better. So I kind of stopped mm-hmm. doing that. Um, and I, you know, I took a break, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, I abstained from having sex for, like, three months. Um, and after that, you know, I'm talking to a female right now. You talk about 5%, and, you know, I'm going to talk about that later. Mm-hmm. 5% women. Uh, me, personally, do you think that, do you think that um, finding a purpose ties in with um, true fulfillment? Or do you think it's more or less a spiritual 
spiritual thing? Man, I think, me personally, I think that that is the only way to get fulfillment. Because because I, I you know I think I got to a certain level of spiritual you know enlightenment, whatever you want to call that, and I was still searching. I was still you know even though I, I found self, I was still I was still trying to fill a void. I, I was aware of the world. I was aware of spirituality, but I was still had, I still had vices. It wasn't until I said, you know what, this is my life mission. When I said this is my life mission, this is my purpose. That's when I really just my, my I mean my soul just opened up, man. That's when my desire for things and, and women and, and all this extra money just just became so so second stand you know lower standard, man. Though again, those things are good. But man, once you tie into your purpose, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant, man. So yeah, I think I think uh, finding purpose is the ultimate fulfillment. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, me personally, um, I you know I like trading. Um, that's what I do. To be honest, today, today, um, I stayed up to from Thursday night. I stayed up to nine a.m. Yeah. God, and I literally just and this is a normal thing for me. I enjoy doing it. I literally just um go, woke up like two twelve and I was like, oh man, I got an interview, I got to you know set up my stuff. Um but, but yeah, uh talking about five percent women, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know, you talk about you, you talk about the chameleon and you talk about the ninety five percent and then the there's the five percent, like so how do you think, like, brothers like me and, you know, all the people will be able to, like, figure out which is which? Well, I, I think, first off, I think that, you know, one man's 5% is another man's 95, you know what I mean? So so it's going to be an individual thing. What one man likes, the next man might not like. And I think that, you know, to find a 5%, I think you can do it at a young age, but I think that's going to be – it's going to be redefining itself the older you get. Like, like I can look back and, and what I would have called a, a 5% when I got married at 21 years old, what I call a 5% now is, is, is slightly different. You know, yeah. back, back then I had, I had a, a, a woman or a wife, I got married, that was, uh, you know, just a certain way. And now that just doesn't, doesn't fit my mold. Uh, but how can a man tell? This this is how, this is the only this is the primary way a brother can tell if he has a five percenter or not. And this is what I've learned over the last 15, 20 years, brother. Look, it's you have to look at your life, man. Your life is going to be a certain way. You're going to be rocking and rolling. When a woman comes into your life, your life is going to do one or two things. It's going to go up or it's going to go down. What it's not going to do is stay the same, man. So so yeah. that's my gauge. I look at I look at my financial situation, I look at my health, I look at my overall happiness, I look at my relationship with my son, I look at everything. And when a woman comes in, I'm like, what is it doing now? Is she, is she making me better or is she bringing me down? And what, once you're aware that those one or two things are going to happen, you're going to know it instantly, bro. Because mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of times, even a chameleon, even a chameleon, because I've dealt with a woman, man, that were that were that were that were masters at putting on that role, but it, it didn't take but a short amount of time for for I can I can still see that smile on their face, but I can feel my energy draining. So I'm like, man, this sister, this sister is not pouring into me, man. It's it's all energy, bro. 
it's all, it's all energy. And, and the more you deal with more and more women over time, you know, at some point you'll be able to see it before they even come. But even the best of the best, they, they may infiltrate your, your world, but they won't be able to stay there long, man. When you get a good, when you get a good woman, man, it, it took me a long time to really understand what it mean, what it means for a woman to submit. Because a lot of women take that, you know, submission word as something negative. But when a woman submits to a man, she she's now she's in her purpose. Now she's in her God self, man. And when a woman is in her God self and she's pouring into you, brother, your world is gonna change. So you're gonna say, you know what? That's what a five percent woman is, man. Okay, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, you you mentioned something that have to do with your five percent and your ninety-five percent kind of changes while you get older. What do you like? What do you mean by that? Well, for example, when I, when I got married, I was twenty-one years old. I had, you know, I had a wife, man, loved my wife. We, and the thing is, the things I was into at that time, you know, weren't the things I was into now. For example, when I when I hit about, I got married at twenty-one. When I turned around twenty-three, twenty-four, I began to look into my spirituality. You know, I was consumed instead of being consumed about fast cars and big houses and all that, I started saying, you know what? The thing that intrigues me more now is my spirituality and, and growing, growing, growing. So, yeah. so, so the things that I saw in women change. You know, no, no longer did the woman that wanted the big bag and all that stuff appeal to me anymore. I, I wanted, at that point, I wanted a woman that was more in tune with her spiritual side. So, so what I was calling a 5% woman that had a certain look, that had a certain demeanor, that had a certain, to me, that was a 5% woman. As I evolved, my definition of what a 5% woman changed, man, you know. And, and at the same time, that, that's something me and my homie was talking about the other day. That's the dangerous part, and I, dangerous may not be the word, but that, that's the, the funny part about being a, a, a consistently evolving man. When you, when you get with a woman and you, you know, you, you, you're with her, whether it's marriage, whether it's just a long-term commitment, I don't want to say you're running a risk. You just have to be very cautious that that woman, see, it, it's a difference between you and a woman vibrating and it's a different, so you and a woman can vibrate. It's a difference between that woman being on your team yeah. because y'all might just vibrate for a season, but if she's on your team, wherever you go, she's going. And that's what I didn't have when I was in my, in my younger years. You know, we vibrated, but we shifted. So we went two, two different ways. When a man gets with a woman for the long haul, that woman needs to be like, you know what? I'm on your team. I don't care if you change religions. I don't care if you go from Democrat to whatever. Whatever you do, I'm on your team. So basically, she kind of has to grow with you and support you with everything that yeah. you're doing. Um, she has to become one with you, man. One with you. Okay, yeah. go ahead. I'm taking out notes. Um, but um, with, uh, what do you call it? With like relationships, I know you talked about in a couple of minutes back. Do you think young men finding their purpose or haven't found their purpose yet should be getting to relationships? Uh, this is what I think. Do I think a man should... I think that a man, a young man runs a high risk of divorce if he, if he doesn't find his purpose before getting in a relationship. And when I say relationship, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm not talking about just you're interacting with woman, a woman dating and kind of y'all hang out. I'm talking about serious, locked up, maybe even marriage. 
Brother, that, 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 that's going to be hard because I think a man needs to find his purpose first yeah. but because it's going to demand so much of him. And if, and if you get in a situation and you're married, this is just one reason. If you get in a situation and you're married and then you start finding purpose and then you start seeking, you know, you're, you're, you're seeking, you know, enlightenment or, or whatever drives you, it's going to cause major conflict Major because, you, because you're because you're you're disrupting that current world. But but if but if you meet a woman and you're already it's like you know if you're already saying this is my world, this is my daily life, this is my drive, this is what moves me, this is what consumes ninety percent of my time. Yeah. And when she comes on board, she already knows. Yeah. You know, because yeah. once you find that purpose, brother, everything is going to change. <laughs> you know, your time is going to just shift. Yeah, you're thinking. Um, let me ask you this, right? So mm-hmm. I'm gonna put a little of my personal out there. Um, with you know how I told you I stay up from 3 a.m. all the mm. way to 9 a.m. today. Today was, was a different case. Normally it's like 7, 8. Um, mm. But, you know, we have a conversation. I'm like, hey, listen, um, you know, we spent time from 11 to like 2. Mm. And I'm like, hey, um, once it's my, like my time to do stuff, like you, you have to leave. Mm. And... She, she, you know, she's okay with that. And uh, with the timing side, sometimes I'm like, yo, like, I personally feel like I need to, you know, make more time. But then when it comes to the weekend, like, even during the weekend, I still spend time back testing. I still spend time on it. But I'm like, okay, during the weekends when I actually need to spend more time with her, because during the weekdays, like, I'm occupied doing stuff, right? Um, what do you think about, like, in terms of, like, the timing? I know I watched a video on that, talking, you talking about that. But, you know, having that, I don't think you have a balanced time. I think you just have to incorporate it with your life. But what do you think about it? Man, that, I'm going to tell you, that is hard. That is, that, is, that, is, that is the hardest part about a man being focused and, and tied into his purpose and being in a relationship. Because, because before, before I, quote, unquote, found what, 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 my, what my purpose was, I could date men and I could spend ample amounts of time with a woman. And I was quote-unquote, fulfilling myself with that. But, but once I started doing what I love, man, I could, I could literally, do, literally do it 18 hours a day, easy. And, and matter of fact, some days I get mad if I can't do it as much as I want. Like, like some days I just want to wake up, work, and work until I just pass out sleep. And it's hard to be in a relationship and do that. It's, you have to, you have, to have, have balance. And, and I think, you know, if you're going to be in a relationship, man, you have to – you have to find balance, but at the same time, it goes back to a woman being on your team or y'all just vibrating. If she's on your team, if she's really on your team, then she's aware that she's benefiting from you being on your purpose. So even as hard as it is, a woman is still going to say, you know what, babe, I know you, you, you got to handle this business. So I guess it just comes down to a man saying, you know what? Okay, well, you know, on the weekends, I'm going to, I'm going to shut down between these hours and give you my time or the weekdays. I think, it ha- I think it has to be more structured. I think it has to be like, you know what, between these signs, we're going to talk on the phone. We can text or we can hang out. Yeah. Because if not, man, nah, yeah, it, it'll, uh, it'll rob you yeah. of your purpose, man. Yeah. Nah, let's check with that. I just wanted to put out there. Um, I know you don't really talk about like um, 1% man, all of that. I know you don't really talk about that. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? What do you think about that? Like, you know, first you're talking about the man and purpose mm-hmm. and that is, you know, talking about manifesting and all of that. But what do you think about, like, the 1% man? The 1% man? Mm-hmm. 
Well, and I've never, I've never heard, heard, heard of that, but I, and I have an idea what you're talking about. And I think it goes back to purpose, man, because again, before I, before I said, you know what, this is my life mission. I was, I was easily distracted, man. You know, like when the Bible talks about, you know, the steps of a righteous man, I get that now, but the thing is, it's hard, almost impossible for a man to walk through this world to not be on his uh, on purpose and to not fall victim to one to one to sleep with several women, one to stunt for the world, one to do all this stuff. See, see, if you see the thing is, if you're not tied to something, man, that locks on to you, that, that's when brothers fall back, you know, to the wayside, man. So to me, it, it, it's all the same thing. Man, I'm telling you, everything changes with purpose, everything changes with ego. And if you don't, if you don't, if you don't get both of those in sync, then brother, I don't see how you can make it. I don't see how you can be the one, one you know, the quote unquote one percent man. I don't see how you can't be a womanizer. I don't see how you can't be a luster or, or or just fall victim to, you know, the things of the world, man. I just don't see how you can do it. I couldn't do it, you yeah. know. I'm um, talking about ego. You know, sometimes like everyone, you know, everyone have that little bit of ego in there, yeah, and they kind of want to show off. Um, but you mentioned how you were able to, I would say, reduce it in a way. Mm-hmm. What, you know, what steps, you know, you talk, you talk about purpose, but what actual steps did you take to actually be like, you know, I don't care about what the world is doing right now. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I don't, I don't want to stunt for this person. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to be my own and like, just be content. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I had, I had to look back over, over my life, man. And I remember when I turned 17, I believe, I remember when I turned 17, I moved out the house, man. I got my own apartment, yep. you know, and I was bringing out my, all my friends were coming to hang over. And it was, it was cool, you know, young cat. And I remember when things shifted and I, and I lost all that and had to move back home. Was all, all those friends were like gone, right? Yep. So that, and then, then as I got older, I was like, you know what? You know, same things were happening. If I was winning, everybody was on the team. If I was losing, ghost town. Mm. So I came to the conclusion, I said, man, people really don't care about you winning. They really just care about how they benefit from you winning. So it just eventually rolled over to the, to the place where I was like, you know, I no longer care what people think. I no longer care about having a, a legion of friends. I no longer care about stunning for the world because really they don't care. And if, and if I'm stunned, stunned, stunned on the, on the way down, if I'm going down, then these people are, are, are not even, even to be seen, man. So that was easy for me, man. But it, it, took, it took some years. But once I look back, I said, man, the, the, the ego is the enemy. Not only that, it was keeping me from spirituality. Because again, I was using these things, you know, what people did, uh, likes on social media, to, to fill that void. And it'll fill that void, but temporarily. But once you tie into the most high or purpose and all that stuff, then, then you're filling your own cup, man. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So basically, you know, discernment and basically looking at the people around you and just knowing, you know, like people are going to be there when you're winning and when you're not, like kind of look at the people that are there mm-hmm. when, you know, you're not. And, you know, that's like the important people in your life. Um, when I personally started, um, I know it was kind of a struggle to, you know, figure out some stuff. And I was watching content. I stumbled, that's when I stumbled upon your content as well. Um, I, stumbled upon, I stumbled upon Red Pill, right? And there's, 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 there's a good, I feel like Red Bull is like, there's, it gets to a certain point. Like mm-hmm. you don't, like you, you get aware of it, mm-hmm. 
but then don't over consume it too much. Mm-hmm. What do you personally think about like the red pill? Man, I think I think the red pill, the red pill information is saving lives, bro. Uh, but let me let me be clear on it though. Like I I think I think when brothers are first going through things, whether it's divorce, a breakup, losing money, out of all I think I think if a man can go from his situation and he can find some brothers that are talking about these issues, I, I think it saves a lot of uh, brothers' lives. Like literally, I think a lot of men are on the brink of suicide. And, the, and the, the, it's therapy for them. Even, even the extreme, what I call red pill rage, when brothers are saying, you know, don't doubt the women, da, 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 da. I, that's very unhealthy. But to the brother, that, but to the, to the man that almost jumped off a bridge, it's therapy. He needs it. Yeah. So, so, but like you said, now, I think a brother can get, get consumed, over-consumed with it because, because I think once you get to a point of where you've healed, now it's time to move forward. Yeah. You know, when brothers want to stay in this red pill rage or stay in this, you know, whatever conditioning for the rest of their lives, it's a choice, but I don't think it's a healthy choice. I think it's all about, about all about transitioning, you know, and I can, I can easily see the same, the same thing for women. You know, th- th- there are women groups that, that say the same thing. Oh man, all this, da, 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 da. it's therapy, man, but you can't live there. Yeah, facts. You can't, it's not a place of love, man. And, and love is everything, brother. Yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking yeah. about the same thing as well. So like, and I was like, okay, you know, this, because I went through a breakup, I was like, yo, you know, this was helpful. And then I got to a certain period, I was like, okay, like, I don't need to listen to this, because if mm-hmm. I listen to this too much, it's going to judge my perception and, like, the whole woman and all of that. Um, but then I, I discovered some stuff about women. I was able to pick up some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you this. What failure do you think, personally, that you needed? Was it a filler? What failures do you think personally that you needed? Say it one more time, bro. I'm bad. Okay. What a failure do you think uh, you needed that you know changed who you are? Man, failure was man. I I could easily say I could easily say not 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 staying connected with the source. Because, because, you know, and I can look at my life over the last 20 years, man, my ups and downs. It, it, was, it was when I thought I had life mastered and I felt like I could separate. And again, that's ego. When I felt like I was my own man. Like, like as, as soon as I don't give, this is me personally, as soon as I don't stay tied in or, or, or give the creator uh, uh, recognition for, for anything I have, then it's, yeah. all, about, it's all about self. And that, that me person, that, that's when I fall back. That, that's when my, my, my decisions become clouded, man. That, that's just me, me personally. Uh, and again, another failure is, is, is connecting to the wrong women. You know, yeah. I, I've been with women. I'm telling you, a woman is, is a man's quickest downfall if he's not aware of it, man. I've been with women. I've entertained women that I was 100% sure was draining my energy, was taking me in the wrong direction. And, and I was still, I was still entertaining. I was still living that world. That was a huge mistake. That, 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 that's something that set me back some years. So yeah. that's one of my failures, man. Dealing with the wrong women, man. Um, let me ask you something. You talked mm-hmm. about draining energy, all of that. How would you, how would you know, like, if obvious? How would you tell if you know? Obviously, you said over time, mm-hmm. you can, you know, see how your life is going to going up. Is it going down? Mm-hmm. How would you tell if it's, you know, personally from 
maybe your mood or what is going on in your like how would you actually discern between oh she's actually the cause of this or this is just my fault what well for me for me personally like like i can tell when i'm around a woman you know but but i think over the over the course of several days weeks then i my energy is like when i'm not around her it's, it's going to do a certain thing. And once, and once I say, you know what, a, a woman's getting ready to come over and visit or come in for the weekend, my energy is going to shoot up before she even comes. My energy is going to do something. It's going, it's going to pick up before she even comes. Man. So just me personally, I can tell just when I'm sitting in a room with a woman how I feel yeah. or, or if I know I'm getting ready to spend time with her if I'm being drained. That, that's, that's how I can tell, bro. Besides, besides the obvious of what my life is doing, you know, like, like if I meet somebody, you know, brand new, if I meet a woman, you know, off the bat, man, and we're talking on the phone, we're texting, we're IG, voicemail, and she comes in and she spends a weekend, right? She comes in on a Friday. By Sunday, I'm going to already know if this woman is, is adding, can add to me or if she's going to be taken away from me, man. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I just want to add, like, uh, actually, like, two more questions and, you know, I'll wrap yeah, yeah. this up. Um, what would be your advice to younger generation like younger people in the relationship or singles like what would be your advice to them like younger men to be general man i would say you know i used to say that a man if he's going to get married he shouldn't get married before the age of like 28 29 30 somewhere in there and, and i still don't disagree with that uh but but i think i think that what anybody in a relationship and this is mainly men but see, when I was, you know, between 20 and 30, and I still do it now, but when I look at a woman, it's, it's, it's physical. We can't, we're men. We can't help but look at the physical. But we have to get past that. Like, once we understand who we are as men, yeah, the physical got to be on point. But, brother, that, that, that mental and spiritual is way more important. So yeah. I think a man should know that at any age. If he's going to date, don't just date the baddie. Don't just date the slim waist and the big hips and the cute hair. Yeah, that's cool. But if she have no has no substance, that means she has to fill her by her her, her 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 soul with substance. And the only place she can get it is from you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just gonna drain you as a man. Okay. That you know, that makes a lot of sense, to be honest. Um the last question I kind of wanna ask you before you know we wrap this up is what would be your advice to men finding their purpose and on their purpose. I don't know if I asked you earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I think it's a different context and a different mm-hmm. context. What would be their advice while they're on purpose and you know if they're you know they want to find their purpose, like what would be your advice to that? I, I would say man for a man needs to separate his mind from the ways of the world. I th- I think the, I think the, the, the reason why it's so hard for most people to find their purpose is because we fall into this mindset that okay I'm supposed to go to school I'm supposed to graduate. I'm supposed to go to college. I'm supposed to get married. Two point five kids, dog, picket fence. You know that that that's the that's the model. I think a man needs to separate himself from that first, and saying, you know what, I don't have to move like everybody else. Yeah. And then a man can say, you know what, what what do I love doing? And, and a man needs to understand that that you don't have to be a doctor or football player or whatever to make mm-hmm. money. Because I think I think I think that's why a lot of guys drown their purpose. Because they want to win, they want to make money, but the yeah. only thing we see are basketball players and rock stars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. when, at the same time, man, I know guys that just play the drums that are making a killing. 
I know guys that are making YouTube videos about baseball cards that are making a killing. So I think, I think what, what a man needs to understand is that anything, especially now, anything can be monetized. So I think a man needs to separate himself from the, from the status quo, find what he loves to do, and just fall in love with it. And once he falls in love with it and put it between him and the most high, it becomes his purpose. And, yeah. and it, becomes the, it becomes the way he can, he, can, he can live and eat off of that. There's nothing a man can't do in 2020 and not eat off of it. Yeah, now it makes a lot of sense because this, you know, this time is like everything's online. Like everything, oh, everything can do. Like you can do whatever you want to do. You know, like you have your phone and all of that. Like, you know, talking about athletes and all that. I think like mostly black men want to be athletes so much because that's what you see yeah. growing up. You know, I want to be a soccer athlete. I want to, you know, pro, uh, play pro like everyone, right? Yeah. Just recently, I got injured, right? And while I got injured, I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, no. I came to that, that epiphany. I don't know if that's the right word for it. I came to that moment. I was like, yo, like, I'm not doing this. I looked at the risks and looked at the reward. I'm like, first, I'm getting injured so many times. And, like, it's doing more harm to me than good. Like, I was still enjoy playing the game with my friends. But trying to actually, you know, oh, let me, let me go pro and all of that is not, is not helpful. And I think there are other ways to do it. Me, personally, because I like trading. I could be like, you know, I'm going to do that. Like, that's another option that I think I'm going to do, right? So I'm not – so I'd love that way more than being like, let me put my body on the line for, you know. You know, basically, I think what, like, soccer players do in, like, college is more like, – because I'm in college right now. Mm -hmm. What soccer players do is more or less, you know, there's a certain status to it. And, you know, I was talking about – I was like, to be honest, I think there's way more – there's way more status in saying, hey, I'm a trader than saying, hey, I play soccer. Like, that's just me personally. I, yeah. I actually find ego in that. Um, but thank you for, you know, what you have to say. Um, it means a lot to me that you took out time to, you know, come on here. Um, yeah. I truly, truly appreciate it. Okay. But um, I'm going to let you go. And uh, you can, anyone listening to this, you can check out his podcast, uh, his YouTube channel, or Soul the Model actually love his content to be honest i watch it like almost every time he puts it out and you know i'm not just trying to i don't know how you say it, but i'm not trying to big him up on yeah. this but um yeah thank you man at ease at ease <laughs> have a nice day i do bro